Wednesday, life and career growth on Sound Awake. How do you like that song, Astevia? And it's a beautiful song with a powerful message, you know, especially in the times that we're living in. It's it is rough, Lexi. <laughs> yeah, ne? no, but uh, like I said uh, the, that last week, we need to be careful of what we confess about the manga, even in times of trial. Let's not speak it more into existence. Yes, kotata, but let's let's try and also change our language yes. to what what we're going through. First things first. Good morning this morning, ma'am. Good morning, Abudimandla, and well. to the listeners. I'm well, you know, adjusting to the weather. It's rainy, it's Eesh. cold. Um, so, yeah, you know, when, when we adjust to the weather, we also need to adjust with it mentally because it does affect us, you know. When the sun is not out, it, it just makes you feel even more gloomy and makes you realize, oh, life is so bad. So we need to really, when we adjust, the weather as well you need to also adjust on the mental level absolutely the month of love finally is here after eight weeks yep the month of love is here and i thought in this month of love how about we put a spin on it you know the month of february is usually known as the month of love but when we talk about love it's usually a love amongst you know in a relationship in terms of be with be it in a romantic relationship or in a friendship or in a family relationship but i thought how about we put a spin on it and we look at the power of self-love um i always say that love is the foundation of all great things i would imagine but what I've learned in my journey in life that is that it needs to really begin within yourself. It needs to begin in you. Hey, sometimes we forget that, you know, um, Ostavia, we have a tendency to look to others. Yeah. And instead of saying, we've got to set the foundation within ourselves so that when we look to others, we know exactly what the foundation needs for us to start building on. Exactly, Abudimandla. And one of the greatest commands that we as humankind were given is to love others in the same way you love yourself. So the key statement in that uh, uh, command, Abutimanga, is that in the same way you love your, yourself. So it's very difficult to, to enter into various types of relationships if the relationship with yourself, which is the intra personal, you know, skill that you need to be developing, if that is not strong, ultimately it will start affecting how you are interrelating, you know, with other people. It will affect your interpersonal skills. I'm, I'm just curious, uh, Ostabia, when we talk about self-love, obviously th- there needs to be some cornerstones or maybe like a tick box where one can say, if I've ticked these boxes... Uh, I'm on to a good start in terms of really entrenching self-love with myself and also, in some way, communicating that to the next person to say, you know, I love myself enough. And Because some people take the cue from you. If you don't love yourself, they mm-hmm. love you less. Mm-hmm. That is so powerful. So I would mention, in a nutshell, self-love is self-compassion, not pity. You know, as a way of relating to yourself. That does not involve harshly judging yourself or punishing yourself for every mistake you make or every time someone uh, does something better than you. 
Self-love also involves treating yourself with the same kindness, concern, and support you would show to others. Self-love is what leads to self-acceptance, where you love everything about yourself, Abuti Manja, the great, the good, and the ugly. So I'd like to ask you a question, Abuti Manja. If you and I were working in the same premises, for instance, and you happen to see me trip and fall, what would be your automatic response in that case? Rush and try and prevent you from hitting the tamak. Of course. And you would be doing that with an attitude of compassion and kindness. I get a good man. Hey, good question, you know, Astavia. <laughs> good question. Well, I'm asking, I'm asking, and, and, and I hope you'll answer me in the general way so that I can prove my point. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, obviously we're talking <laughs> altruism here, but then sometimes uh, situations that many of us have gone through have, have made us suspicious. We always have a yeah. gut down, even with the people closest to us. But sure. generally, though, as as you say, yes. um, it is difficult to watch somebody in pain. Mm. It, it is a very difficult thing. Instinct will jump in, one. Yes. And then beyond instant, just the, connected, the connectedness to the next person. Absolutely. To say, Ish, I, you know, I, I, I can't imagine this person falling and in pain and crying and being uncomfortable and probably have that day spoiled. Exactly, Abuja Manja. And, and hence I'm saying I'm using in a very general and you know, idealistic situation because I know that we go through a lot of things, but the truth is that entrenched in every in every human being is that is that power of, of wanting to be good to the next person, to wanting to be compassionate and loving. That's originally how, you know, the humankind was designed to be. So your 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 right in saying your automatic reflex or response would be coming to run uh, to my rescue and to I help me up so that you know uh, to try and ease the pain and you know help me to not feel much shame or guilt that I'm already feeling you know for tripping and falling. However, how, what I've observed in terms of human behavior and through my own observations of myself is that we don't we don't give the same compassion and the same kindness to ourselves. When we trip and fall, Abudimanda, we are our biggest critics. What starts happening is how you start having internal negative self-talk. You call yourself all sorts of names. I'm so clumsy. I'm so stupid. I should have looked where I was going. And you get angry and frustrated at yourself for something that was, you know, an unforeseen circumstance. You literally tripped and fell and it was an accident. So the same way you would come and show compassion to an Ostavia who's, who's fallen down, it's the same way you should be interacting with yourself, Abut Manja, to have the same compassion when you fail in life, when things don't go according to plan, when you make that presentation and it doesn't reach the standards that you were anticipating or it doesn't get people to respond in the way that you were anticipating. You don't walk out of, out of that room hitting and bashing yourself and bullying yourself. You walk out of the, that room and say, you know what, you didn't do well, but I'm still proud of you. I know it's not easy. I know you're not feeling good about yourself. Give yourself. So the same compassion, Abutimanda, that we are quick to give to others is the same 
compassion, the same response that we should be quickly responding to ourselves with that inner voice of which is more compassionate and more loving and kind towards ourselves. Striking a balance then, therefore, Ostabia, between being self-critical so that uh, we quickly make amends and improvements and what we perceive society dictates to us or the environment within which we operate. Ostabia? I'm there, I'm there, Abuti Bandla. So it's important to to strike a balance because um, Abuti Bandla, when we love ourselves, completely and unconditionally it's not to say that you will not be you know critical of yourself or you will not be able to not critical in a negative way but you would still be able to sit down and give feedback to yourself I care about Mandela yes. that's, that's that's how inter the intrapersonal skill works so you are able to sit down be able to reflect to say okay what went right what did not go right what can be improved and then that when that is strong and it's coming from you, it's much better, Abutimanda. And when the critics from the outside, they come now and they start giving you feedback, because of how you are centered in yourself, when you receive the feedback from others, and even if it's not poised or positioned in a manner that, that is building you, you are able to take it more with, with resilience because inside of you there's no enemy, Abutimanda. What what destroys us is when the enemy inside is is if if that enemy is strong, then the enemy outside is, is you know is is able to do whatever it, it can do or wants to do with you. But if you are centered within yourself, then even when the critics on the outside world come and give you feedback, you're able to take it with a pinch of salt. You're able to take it making sure that you are protecting yourself because you know that was an error. It is not a total reflection of who you are in totality. This then eventually speaks to some me time. Yes, Abutimanda. Yes, yes, yes. It's very fundamental. What happens to us when we are in the workspace, Abutimanda, is that we can get so carried away so focused and so invested in our careers and in our work, which is not wrong, Abutimanda. Please don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is that we can put it uh, ahead of ourselves, even ahead of our well-being, that we even start allowing that our career and our work to start stealing our way, our own free time. And we now start neglecting the things that are important to us, which is our health, our well-being, uh, you know, the level of enjoying our life and our happiness. So what can result from that is what is called a career burnout. And you you, you start becoming ill also physically because you're not Mm. investing in doing the things that are going to fill your own cup. Because the truth is that in the workspace, Abudmanda, when you are put into this place or when you are planted in that space, you are planted in that space to really help somebody else's vision come to pass. But that does not mean you must now totally neglect your own vision, your own purposes, your own aspirations for your own life still need to be nurtured. And that that onus will be on you to say, what do I do when I get my free time? So you must be very selfish in a very good way. Mm. So the word selfish is sometimes, you know, um, attached with it, very negative connotations. However, in, in some contexts, the selfishness is important and it's necessary and it's good. 
Because if you don't stand up for what is right for Abuti Manja in the workspace, for Abuti, for Ustavia in the workspace, unfortunately, nobody else is going to do it for you. So the onus is saying when you love yourself, it's, it's, it's being able to establish and be able to identify when you are now not being good to yourself and you're not being supportive and you are not nurturing the things that are important to yourself and to your own personal development and growth. And you need, you need to stand up for, your, for that. Nobody else around you is going to do it. Also then, Astabia, when we listen to ourselves in that space, because emotion, this speaks to emotions, it's uh, mental stability and many others. But also, there are physical benefits for your body once you've got all of those taken care of. Absolutely, Abutimantla. When we are in a state of mind that is productive, we are able to, to perform at our optimum. So if you are in sync with yourself, if inside of yourself, you are in a space where you are looking after the things that are important to you, then that transpires in the things that you will be doing in your physical world. So how you'll be performing at, at work, how you'll be interacting with your colleagues and your clients, the aura and the atmosphere that you'll be carrying around every time you are presented in the room, whether it's virtually or physically, that aura about you will be felt because there'll be a sense of, um, you know, of, of confidence, you know, a sense of I know who I am, a sense of I'm in the process of becoming, I'm honoring who I am. You know, staying true to who you are is then what enables you to now, when you're functioning in your space, to do it with the utmost confidence, to do it excellently, to execute things in a very excellent way, because your 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 the motivation is now coming internally. It's intrinsic to your own values, and you start having a connection with your work because the, you've got a the, there's an internal why that's driving the, that is the driving force behind everything that you're doing. Also, um, be mindful of the fact that some people might maybe get a little jealous that you probably are getting it right. Never lose focus. Keep at it as long as uh, you do it right. Absolutely. I would mind that, unfortunately, when, we, when we're in this world, we are often interacting with various types of people who are going through their own challenges. And unfortunately, sometimes when you are somebody who is perceived as practicing self-love and, you know, you, you are aware of who you are, where you are going, some people can really feel intimidated simply because they themselves really wish they could be able to do that for themselves. And they may be struggling to do that. So it's important that in that space, when you do find people who are reacting to you like that, to not take it too personally. Understand that the issue is not you. The issue is that that person is really struggling with, with whatever it is that they are going through. And they are hoping to project those struggles onto you so that you can start feeling the same way that they're feeling and they are not the only one in that boat. So don't take it personally. Just tell yourself that, you know what, I'm only seeing the surface level. There must be deeper issues that this person is going through and literally just go and pray for them. Would you also suggest embracing them? Yes, Abutibanda. You know, one of the things that helps heal is when people can start seeing that you are just as human as they are. When you start sharing your stories and becoming vulnerable to say, you know, you, you become more approachable and compassionate, Abutibanda, and you, you start taking your, your, your gut down first 
that allows that other person to be able to connect with you, to say, I can trust Aria. I can see that, you know, not that she's perfect. It's just that she started a journey, you know, with herself, and she's been very intentional about it. I want to learn how, how she does it. And that starts coming out slowly but surely in conversations, in how you relate with one another. And eventually this person starts learning from you on how you are getting to this place. Because remember, Abu Dhamanda, being having a sense of self-love doesn't make you narcissistic, self-absorbed, or arrogant. That's not what it is. But it's getting to that level of maturity where you realize your self-worth and be able to now start seeing that if you are valuable and worth being loved and, and are unique, then it means the next person is, is, is just like that. So even if they may not be acting it out or practicing it as yet, but you start understanding that everybody around you is just as valuable and is just as worthy of respect as you are. Being vulnerable with myself, would you suggest that, Stavia? Because obviously, uh, for some people, you know, depending on your your, your outlook on life, yeah. your background, you might find that uh, that there was this void where love was never freely exchanged or expressed, True. and um, you grow up with that fear that this mm. is something that doesn't belong to you. You don't deserve it, mm. and for you to be able to experience it and embrace it and be able to share it, you're going to be vulnerable to this thing and let it. Uh, manifest, be vulnerable because when you are vulnerable uh, somehow there's some kind of draw card that you have through that. Absolutely. You know, learning to be vulnerable starts in our time when we are alone, I would mind. Like if you can really get to a point when where you're sitting with yourself and you start having, you know, those internal conversations with yourself and are able to sometimes, you know, break down and cry. And I mean, it will be different for, for every individual. But we're able to get to that place where you're honest with yourself. It starts there when when there's no um, audience, when there are no people watching. If I am in my me time and I'm able to get to that place where I'm vulnerable with myself and I start identifying areas where I need help or areas where I'm really struggling, then it's it's because I'm, I'm used to practicing this on my own, Abud Mandla. Even when it's a setting whereby I'm not with myself, I will start realizing that it's because it's something I'm practicing, it will become almost second nature. So I say this because that's how I am as well. It becomes second nature for me to be able to put myself out there and share my story without even having to be prompted to, to, to do it because I'm so used to being allowing myself to be vulnerable that it becomes second nature. It becomes one of my responses. And also understanding that being vulnerable, Abutimanda, is taking a risk like anything else in life. When we wake up and go onto a taxi or a car or wherever we're going, we're taking a risk. It's the same thing. So it's a, it's a risk worth taking, and no matter what the outcomes are, that releases you from whatever struggles, whatever things that you are in the process of healing. The more you, 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 you allow yourself to be you, the more nobody else can come and dictate to you how you're supposed to be or tell you about you. Then you are owning your journey and you're owning your sense of self. I, re- I remember the words of Deni uh, Kamazumalewa, in one of his old songs, I love my fellow man and I love myself. Yes, absolutely. 
profound and beautiful. It's important, I would demand, that you cannot give what you don't have. If I say I am a loving person, it needs to start with how I relate to myself. And remember, I always say, in the moments where you make a mistake and your first response is to utter, oh, I'm so stupid, I would manja. It's not only unfair to yourself, but it's unfair because the people that are looking and are listening as you relate with yourself, they now start questioning your sense of self-concept. They start not believing in what you're saying, you know, you can do because how, how is it possible that Osteria is this great and phenomenal woman if every time she makes a mistake, she's the same person who's able to loudly confess that, you know, I can be so stupid, I'm horrible, I'm terrible. That is not nice. That is not modesty. That is not humility. That is you actually humiliating yourself in the presence of others and devaluing your, 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 your uniqueness and devaluing your value in this, in this world. I'm reminded of one actress as we wrap up as uh, Tabia Joyce Skefu. He say who used to say You must never <laughs> you must <Yes>. never <laughs> As Tabia, once again a big thank you hey, for, for blowing my mind. Loving this conversation. It's available. It's going to be available on podcast as well. Obviously, Ostabia, she's on LinkedIn and all the other socials. You can chat to her and explore this uh, flower as well and a little bit more. Ostabia, we got a date next week? Yes, sir. We are continuing on our series on self-love. We'll keep on unpacking it and going deeper and deeper. So it's a date. I would mind. I'll see you then. Kima, Ratofela. Have a good one. Well. You too. Bye-bye. Lovely. Take care. Thank you.